and Julie is now going to bring us our reading. The reading is from Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, starting at verse 1. You can find it on page 62 in the Pew Bibles. The birth of Jesus. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, The time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace amongst those whom he favours. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, it's Christmas Day. And now you're all wondering why I've brought a load of shoeboxes to church with me. Anyone opened any presents yet? (coughs) It's too early. Malcolm's opened a present. What have you opened, Malcolm? I had a mini record player. Ooh, that's a big present. In a suit. Mini record player in a suitcase. So far, I've had a bottle of um, bath lotion and body lotion. We've done some small presents. The day started early in our house. You think when your children get past this high, 
It might start a little bit later, but no, it just carries on starting earlier every day. But, you know, I brought, I didn't bring one of the presents that I got this year to church with me this morning, but um, I did bring a present that I got a few years ago, and um, it's here in this first box. And it's all wrapped up. And it's a pair of very glittery, very lovely shoes. They are very pretty. I do like shoes. Anyone else like shoes? I've got a bit of a thing for shoes. You can see I brought my shoes to church with me. I love shoe shopping. Shoes and handbags are my weakness, and these are particularly lovely, glittery shoes. Not too high. It's quite hard to get pretty shoes that aren't too high. I do like those shoes. One-off special occasion, shoes like this. But, you know, as I was thinking about shoes and my passion for shoes, I thought, actually, the Christmas story, it's all about shoes. Are you with me? The Christmas story is all about shoes. And um, in fact, as I reflected on the shoes, it's helped me to realize that to get to the soul of the Christmas story, yeah, cracker jokes already, thank you very much, Peter. Soul of the, of the Christmas story is actually all about shoes. We need to start. So we're going to have a look in our box of shoes, and you're going to guess whose shoes they might be. So, first box. Anyone want to come and open a box? Come and open a box. Come and open a box and tell us what's inside. So far, we've had my glittery shoes. What have you got? Flip-flops. Flip-flops, what colour? Pink. Pink, fluffy, thank you very much. Go to sit down. Pink, fluffy, flip-flop. Now, flip-flops, in fact, these are actually a little bit worn and tired, aren't they? Flip-flops, a bit worn out. They're not expensive shoes, are they, flip-flops? So who in the Bible story might have worn some fairly cheap-looking, everyday shoes? Shepherds? Maybe the shepherds? Do you think they'd be in pink flip-flops, though? Mary. Mary's more likely to have been in in her pink flip-flops. You know, Mary didn't have a lot of money. She wasn't very old. She was a young girl. These flip-flops can help us remember that Jesus was born for everyday people who work hard, who don't have a lot of money to spare on things like fancy shoes. So I'm going to put the flip-flops right there next to my sparkly shoes. Next box. Who's going to open the next box for us? I might need my same helper then. Would you come and look in the next box for us? It's a big one. It's a big one. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Ooh. You better turn around and show everybody what they are. We got the green wellies. Will they stand up, do you think? There we go. Thank you very much. We got the green wellies. Who in the Christmas story might have some muddy wellies? The shepherds were wearing the wellies. That's right. The shepherds were wearing the wellies. Shepherds weren't very popular in the time of the Christmas story. People thought that they were unclean because they didn't go to church often enough. They didn't keep the religious laws. They weren't often seen in daylight. Everybody stayed away from them. The wellies in the Christmas story help us to remember that Jesus was born for the misfits, for the people who do the jobs that nobody else wants to do, for the people who don't behave in the way that everybody thinks that they should behave. The wellies in the Christmas story help us remember those people. Next pair of shoes. These are my favourites. What's in the next box? Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Thank you. Can you see these ones? These are actually mine. They are one of my favourite pairs. I don't wear them very often. They're purple velvet shoes and they've got big bows on the front. Now, who in the Christmas story might have had something similar to that, but obviously a bit more manly? The kings might have had some purple velvet shoes with them. The kings, they help us to remember that Jesus came not just for the poor and ordinary people, not just for the social misfits. The kings help us to remember that Jesus came for people from far away, as well as people that were nearby, for people that were really well educated. You know, the kings, they probably weren't really kings. They were astrologers, they were scientists, they were mathematicians. They were the well-educated class, and they were the super-rich. Jesus came for those people too. And then we have a final box. I'm going to open this box, and I'm going to show you what's in it. in this box. I want to just give it a shake. Just check. Nothing. It's an empty box. It's an empty box. It's got the bubble wrap, but there's nothing in it. Why is my final box empty? Why haven't we got any shoes? Well, who's been missing from our Christmas story so far? Jesus. What shoes was Jesus wearing when he was born? Nothing. Babies are born barefoot, aren't they? Jesus' bare feet tell us an awful lot about himself. They tell us how close, how intimate he wanted uh, to be to us. They tell us that he didn't want there to be a barrier between him and us. He was a totally human baby born and he grew within Mary and he was born in exactly the same way as any other human baby. And Jesus' bare feet help us to see how close and intimate he wants to be to us still. This isn't a remote God. This isn't a grand God up in the sky. This is a little baby born naked and vulnerable. Jesus' bare feet tell us just how vulnerable he was. He came ready to take risks. He came not prepared to deal with everything the world was going to throw him, but he came prepared to trust others to provide for all of his needs. This was the Son of God. He was up there in heaven with God at the beginning of time, and yet he was born as a vulnerable baby. He became dependent for everything on the human beings around him. And ultimately, of course, his vulnerability led to his being put to death, Gladly we know that he came back to life because his love was stronger than that death. And finally, his bare feet show us that his purpose was to make his home with us. We don't take our shoes off in very many places, but we always take them off at home, don't we? Before we get up, when, before we get up in the, get in the house and we take our shoes off. Bare feet show that we're relaxed. Bare feet show that we're at ease with ourselves and with our pl- surroundings. You know, the bare feet of Jesus will make their home wherever they are welcomed. Within a young woman, within a manger, within a new family, and within our church, within our homes, and within us. Jesus came barefoot to our world to love us and to show God's love for us. He came to teach us how to love one another and how to live with love and with peace between us and between us and God. And he came, most importantly, to share the hope of eternity with God our Father. But there is one more pair of shoes that I'd like us to imaginarily put on the table this morning. Have a look for a moment at your own shoes this morning. Have a look at your own feet. 
Because just like the characters in the story that we've heard about just now, you've traveled to come here today. You have made yourself a part of the story as you've come to celebrate the birth of this baby who was born to be so close to us, so vulnerable with us, and at home with people everywhere. All the people that we met through the shoes, Mary and the shepherds and the kings, all those people, when they met Jesus, when they encountered him face to face, they bowed down and they worshipped him. They realised that he was a very special baby, that he was Emmanuel, God with us, and they worshipped him. So as you look at your own shoes this morning and for the rest of today, I wonder what your response to the barefoot baby in the manger is. I wonder if you'll allow him to be close to you this Christmas time. I wonder if you'll accept that his vulnerable death enables you to have hope for the future. And I wonder if you'll allow him to be at home in your heart, not just today for Christmas, but for all of eternity. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for all our lovely Christmas presents, for those we've already received and those we will receive later. Thank you for the fun times we have celebrating your birth, but help us to remember to make space for you, a vulnerable, intimate, and at-home baby within our hearts this Christmas and forever. Amen.